Across much of the country and here in the tri-state, there is a severe shortage of developmental pediatricians, the doctors who diagnose and treat kids with autism, ADHD, and other neurodiverse conditions. Joining us on Drive Time is Dr. Anna Malia Beckwith, a developmental pediatrician and assistant vice president of ambulatory medical practices at Children's Specialized Hospital in New Jersey. Dr. Beckwith, as a father of an autistic daughter and a son with ADHD, I know this shortage all too well. Why are there so few of you developmental pediatricians? You know, it's really um, a, a rather new field if you think about it within the, the realm of, of medical education. It's a field that's really only been growing in the last 20 years or so, which you may think that'd be enough time to get enough supply. <laughs> and then the other issue in general is this is a group of uh, physicians uh, who really have a passion for individuals with different abilities. And that isn't going to be for everyone, right? So that also plays into it. In addition to the fact that there aren't always the reimbursement opportunities that make it a field that is going to be necessarily a high high revenue generating. So that can create some concern as well. You said that there's already been a surge for for what you do in the last 20 years or so. Is that just because of the surge in autism cases and the like? Yeah, well, I think it goes beyond. It, it's it's autism. Um, you know, there was a, a increasing recognition even in 20, 30 years ago about just a growth of developmental disabilities as a whole. And as we had more and more research and understanding of how to improve outcomes for these patients, that's really where the field started to grow and then got to the place that we are now, you know, a board certified specialty with a formal fellowship training program. But, you know, prior to that occurring, um, these were general pediatricians usually who then really just honed in on this field of interest and built a niche for themselves before there was a formalized training component. Mm. So there are relatively few of you right now, especially in New Jersey. How backlogged are you right now? If I were a parent and I called your office and said, you know, I'm not sure, I think there might be something going on with my child. How long would it take for me to get in to see you? As it stands right now, we're actually doing pretty well at Children's Specialized. I'm happy to report because we are the largest section of developmental behavioral peds in the country. So we are able to get patients in. It could be three months. Um, you know, sometimes it is longer than that, but we are doing our best with the use of nurse practitioners and our uh, other training programs to be able to get patients in, uh, I think, more rapidly than the national average, which I know, you know, I'm hearing one year, even two years in other states. So, you know, we've been very lucky to be a part of a pretty large group here. Wow. A one or two year wait. I mean, that could make a huge difference for some of these mm -hmm. kids, right? It could. And I think that's where, you know, again, the training and having developmental behavioral pediatrics as a field. But now we have to have some flexibility in how do we grow that field as rapidly as we need to, which is where I think at Children's Specialized, we've really focused on, again, our nurse practitioners. In addition to um, general pediatricians, we now have a track where we're doing it's a one year. Um, it's not an ACGME official fellowship, but it's a training program for general pediatricians who are interested in this field and are then able to serve these patients. What would you suggest? I'm putting you in charge of the medical field in the United States. What, what, would, oh you boy. <laughs> what would you suggest we do about this shortage of developmental pediatricians? What can be done? I think it goes back to really trying to understand and respect the value of this field 
and the need to uh, incentivize uh, practitioners who are going into the field to have the time that they need to see these patients. Patients who have developmental disabilities, it's not going to be a 15-minute visit. It, it takes longer. It's going to take, you know, sometimes multiple care providers who are in a visit to be able to give us information about their needs, and that takes time. And so being able to be reimbursed for the level of complexity and the time it takes to see these patients, um, you know, would certainly allow providers to be compensated differently. And I think also just focusing on the exposure to our trainees as we're trying to do, we at Children's Specialized, we have relationships with um, multiple pediatric residency programs so they can come and rotate with us and start to learn about this field earlier on. And so having those educational opportunities for trainees is, a, is an absolute must as well. Dr. Yeah. Anna Malia Beckwith with Children's Specialized Hospital. Great to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.